Salutations, people. I am putting the patreon.com forward slash freedom faction exclusive members link pending that where people are joining. So I want to say salutations and thank you to everybody that is uh, popping in right now. And while you guys get here, I'm just going to fire through uh, updates and topics that we're going to talk about and then we'll get all this started. Um, <laughs> oh my good lord. No, we had a a fantastic episode with Ashley Rogers of Your Natural Path, Ash. And if you guys did not listen to it, it got pretty, pretty intense uh, towards the end. Um, really, really fired up. Exclusive members, you guys already have immediate access to it. I will be making it available um, for the public audience sometime this week. I'm still waiting to get back our episode uh, where we did a download of the protest that we went to, uh, where we were essentially mobbed by like 200 people. It was like 15 people versus 200. Uh, so I'm still waiting to get that episode back for you guys so you can, so you can hear uh, what I was involved in. Uh, but like I said, that fire episode we did with Ashley Rogers of Your Natural Path, Ash, should be made available sometime this week. Uh, we are also, and I've been talking about this, and <laughs> this plays a huge part in so much stuff, guys. Um, you know, people are getting familiar with the Instagram Tuesdays, the Instagram Lives that we do like every Tuesdays. Uh, I like hanging out with you guys. I like doing these types of things. Uh, even with some of these questions that we have here, I was able to kind of mix and match and really kind of customize stuff, and it was really cool. Uh, but basically, what I'm trying to say is, with these exclusive mem or with these ex with these Tuesdays transmissions that we're going to be doing, I'm going to have to create something for the exclusive members. Uh, and so, I'll go ahead and just shoot it out there to you guys. Essentially, what I'm thinking is, we'll do regular broadcasts and regular transmissions like this, and then for our exclusive members, we'll do a subsequent transmission. Uh, either on the evening or sometime on Wednesday, following up what we discussed here. Uh, while I do like doing these types of things for everybody else, it really is for people who want to know the information, want to get involved, uh, and want to actually help as well. Because there's 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 so much more that people can be doing besides uh, uh, sharing the content, liking what we're doing, and, and commenting. And so as I've talked to you guys about time and time again, you're going to see us gradually shift uh, and convert and transform the, the content to more personalized stuff. So if you guys are curious about that, you want to help with the development of that, that link right there, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction, subscribe, join, help us. Uh, because I can assure you the same way that I tell you, I'm not going to be here forever. I'm not going to be doing these things forever. It has to be for people that want to know these things and seek after the truth. Um, you know, and I think that's a good way for me to kind of, to, to, to start switching into some of the topics. Uh, we're going to be talking about the possibilities and the notions of 2002, uh, 2020, uh, AOCs eat the babies protesters. How to stop fear harvesting, feeling like you're the only one alive, which is very interesting. I want to get into that. Uh, what gives you hope as well as who are the allies to the people? Um, so I'll go ahead and tell you guys, you know, <laughs> I've had like maybe three or four different phone calls from various people. Um, yeah, you're going to have to just save the link and then do it after the transmission. But I've had at least like three or four different phone calls this morning with people uh, about basically the structure of the organization. And it, 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 it's overwhelming, for one, but at the same time, it makes me fired up to even be here to discuss this type of content with you. Um, you know, I'll just say this and get right into it. You are going to meet people along the way that are either in alignment with what you're doing, they have a plan, they want to work with you, and you just, you just knock it out. It's just a synergistic thing, and then you have things where, where it's forced. 
uh, what I'm trying to talk to people about is learning to get into that flow state, figuring out the purpose that you have for yourself, not allow, not letting people tell you who you are, uh, and, and bringing that to the table. Um, you know, I, I'm retroactively having to figure out so much stuff about myself and everything that we're doing simply because of the work that's required. Um, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll tell you guys this, and I'll just get into some of these topics. I've been, I went to, I went to a gun show this past weekend, and um, I ran into my firearm instructor who I hadn't seen like since January, and the only thing he had to say to me. Uh, basically was why did you ignore my phone calls where have you been like where have you been we've been inviting you to church why'd you ghost to ZJ and I was just like oh you know sorry I've, I've just been busy he's like that's not an excuse and I know it's not an excuse uh, and so that was that was that was Saturday or no that was Sunday then I did the episode with Ashley uh, a few hours later and then I went to the gym on Monday and then I got invited to go back to two different churches uh, from two separate people in two different churches, one that focuses simply on the biblical teachings, uh, and then I didn't really get the core understanding of what the other one was. But I say all this to tell you guys this, that, you know, really, he does show up in your life in mysterious ways. And the only reason that I'm, I, I feel like I'm gifted all the things I'm given uh, is because I'm stepping into those blessings and stepping into what has been laid out for me. And that ties into what I was talking about beforehand and what we'll talk about at the last part of the transmission is finding that purpose, dude. Uh, and, and, and it's going to be rough. I'm, I, I kid you not. It's not going to be easy. You're going to be tested. Uh, your faith is not something that comes easy. Uh, the, 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 con the mental conditioning, the mental fortitude, the willpower that I have to have to do this type of stuff and to continue to expand. Good Lord. Uh, I have to have a faith. I have to have a religion. I have to believe that there's something bigger than me propelling me to do all this. Uh, and a lot of people go through life kind of absent of these things and it really does suck dude it really does hurt me uh to see so much potential and beauty wasted on negligence ignorance uh procrastination laziness and all these things bro like and i I'm, and i'm not I, I swear like good lord i'm not anything better or different than anything i just see my own personal growth and then how much how much more we should be doing um <laughs> like a uh, good. I'll, I'll just say this and get into these topics. I almost, I, I tried to sign up for a mental health, uh, a mental health certification class, but the class is filled up, and so I think I might be taking it in January. And the reason I, t I, I, I wanted to take it and to tell you guys is because we see that mental health is such a huge thing. Uh, and one of the things that I had talked about with Ashley Rogers of Your Natural Path, Ash, uh, is just that how your mental aspect plays a huge part in your spirituality. Uh, for people that have been listening for since we started this, I've always been like a meat and potatoes kind of guy, but I'm over here losing weight, drinking smoothies, taking vitamins and supplements and nutraceuticals and crap, and it's crazy. It's crazy the change. So uh, I just want to I, I just want to start this transmission out with that is don't ever compare yourself with other people. Be grateful for the fact that you're a part of uh, that, that you're in the marathon that you are competing, and it's only with yourself to grow better. As I talk about time and time with you guys, the whole point of doing this is to be better for yourself and for the next generation. Uh, so with that being said, let's get into some of these topics. Uh, so we're going to be talking about possibilities and notions of 2020 um, and Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. You guys may have saw that, uh, actually before before I get into all this real, real quick, I just got to do a quick plug. If you guys want to support the operation, think about becoming a Patreon exclusive member. 
patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Uh, I need to come up with a cooler tagline thing, but we have all kinds of different tiers to support you guys that is beneficial for us as well. So think about supporting the operation today. So let's get into possibilities and notions of 2020. Political upset, socioeconomic reformation, destabilization, civil unrest, uh, and so much more. You know, with the elections right around the corner, I think everybody can kind of feel the political tension that's in the air. I think everybody can feel uh, the, the, the upset. Just, I think everybody can feel whatever that energy is that, that's attached to history. 2020 is going to be crazy. As 2009 is already set up to be, 2020 is going to be like a, a, a time where we literally shift into something else entirely. Uh, my thought process is if Donald Trump decides to run for president, he won't be elected because of all the stuff that's going on with Google uh, and with FedBook, you know, election rigging. And if Donald Trump is uh, actually reelected, they'll say that, hey, you know, this guy, he, he, he cheated the system. So what I'm trying to say is you'll have Republicans that won't accept it, and then you'll also have Democrats that won't accept it because of the misinformation that's been out there. That's going to cause the political upset. That's going to cause the destabilization. Now, we started off the week catching up on last week. Apparently, there was an order put out by Donald Trump where he talked about essentially deploying uh, the Marines to protect the White House in case of a, a deep state coup. Now, there is, there's, I'm going to have to talk about this and break it down in the actual transmission, uh, in the main transmission this week. But there's so many different things to look at with that that all it makes me think of is martial law. That's, that's, there's going to be so much chaos. You already see them criminalizing protests. You already see them uh, putting down people. They're going to be, there's going to be so much destabilization that everything they're already doing right now is going to set the stage for what happens in the future, what happens in 2020. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, liberal, seven liberal arts 13 says uh, pandemonium, economical, economical shift, precisely. Um, I mean, I could talk to you guys all day about, and I'm sure, I'm sure you guys know as well, about the, min, about the minimum wage, the cost of living, how most people have to work with two or three jobs just to stay afloat. And these are all things that require like attention. And the economy doing good doesn't really do anything for that. People are still struggling. And as I've talked about time and time again, uh, with Donald Trump's presidency, because Obama was supposed to come in, lower us to a third world status nation, and then Donald Trump was supposed to come in using the using the principles of capitalism, only for them to collapse it. And I see, I think everybody can kind of see that happening. Uh, so whether or not you hate Trump or not, dude, it's not about that. It's about what's going to happen here in the future. Uh, how hard is the fall going to be? Do we have things in play uh, to protect us? You know, you see, and this is another reason why you hear people like Andrew Yang. Uh, talking about universal basic income, uh, automation, the fourth industrial revolution, and things of this nature. Uh, if you guys paid attention to some of the Democrat presidential debates, you may have noticed that none of what the fuck they were talking about are what things that people want. They weren't talking about uh, universal health care. They weren't talking about... They, people don't want those things. But the reason they're talking about these things now is because of everything that I just mentioned, the socioeconomic reformation. Americans will have to pay for a certain part of all this craziness, and it's, it's, it's for who comes after us that's going to benefit. And that's going to be a pretty crazy world, guys. Um, you know, and this ties into the Green New Deal. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez just put out uh, uh, a new proposal called A Just Society. And again, this is going to be this is going to have to be stuff I, I, I break down more uh, in this week's transmission. 
because it's nuts. I, I, I left off last week talking about traitorous alliances is, or alliances uh, between uh, uh, China, Antifa, BLM, uh, uh, radical extremist groups, and so much more, and how that's how we've been infiltrated. I left off last week talking about it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez proposing the Green New Deal and the Just Society is essentially uh, the political version of Greta Thunberg aligning herself with the State Department and with the UN, as I've talked about with George Soros as well. Uh, how he how he gets money from the he he gets money from the State Department, gives it to Mastercard, and then he funnels all that money into like the pockets of of, of migrants, and they just get shepherded up here. And the same thing is going to happen with the Green New Deal. This is why you have Miami taking it, Los Angeles taking it, Seattle taking it, and New York as well taking various versions of the Green New Deal because this is all part of the socioeconomic reformation. This is a part of the possibilities and the notions for 2020. Um, you know, as I've talked about time and time again, even with Greta Thunberg, they're not really trying to appeal to people like ourselves. They're trying to capture the next generation's thought process. And the only way to do that is to scare them so bad that they willingly go into this. Um, because we're going we're gonna to switch up into AOC's Eat the Baby protest and so much more. I just kind of want to put this in here uh, real quick. I love the Joker. Like, flat out, I love the Joker. Like, the Joker was my Superman. Like, Clark Kent and Captain Marvel and all these other people, I, they didn't mean anything to me. The Joker was the epitome of, like, what I wanted to be. Order, or chaos is the true, the true state of order. But as we have uh, mental illness running rampant, uh, as we have chaos bubbling underneath the societal surface, I can't find my affinity towards the Joker. I can't, I, I, I can't live there, is what I'm trying to say. Um, as much as I do like the concept of chaos and just like laissez-faire and just like burn it all down, I can't live there, you see. But because I can make an understanding of that, people, people won't. People will live there. They will choose to embrace that chaos. Uh, one of the things that I had talked about with, uh, your, with, with Ashley Rogers of Your Natural Path Ash on this most recent episode uh, was, how do you confront the shadow self? How do you uh, do the work that's required? How do you look at the darker aspects of yourself so that it becomes a strength for you? Now, there are, I can't, <laughs> I can't go into the, the, the whole process of all that, of how to do the shadow work, of going into all of that different aspect of psychological work that's required. Uh, but one of the things I want to point out, because that is important, is the fact that people are not doing that type of work, and if, and if anything, they are succumbing and submitting to the darkness. Now, when I tell you guys that I, I love the Joker, that's me saying, like, you have to acknowledge there's a darker part of you that is chaos-oriented and that you cannot control. Anti-J. Nega-freedom faction. You know, there's a, there's, a, there's a darker part of you that you have got to acknowledge, because if not, then it will consume you. And as the Joker movie's coming out, uh, realize that it is people within institutions of power telling you what a just society looks like. It is people within the establishment that are telling you what is moral, what is virtuous, what is righteous, what is right. And when these people engage in letting other people tell them what is moral, what is right, what is wholesome, what is decent, they can also have their thoughts manipulated. I just want you guys to keep that in mind because now we're going to be talking about AOC's Eat the Babies protesters. Now, clearly that was a troll, but it was a very, very clever troll. It was an extremely...
extraordinarily clever troll. Um, it was so good. It like basically got me, dude. I had to like ask the audience. I had to ask you guys like, hey, like this if you think this lady's trolling. But the sad part about this troll is because these people are so deranged, we don't know what sarcasm is anymore. These people can say some of the craziest stuff, run with the headlines, and it'll become a movement. Now, the lady that actually perpetrated that troll, she did it flawlessly, basically on the heels of Bernie Sanders saying, hell yeah, abortion is good for climate change. You have AOC, uh, we have it on our page. AOC is sitting over there in her kitchen, cutting up God knows what, talking about how you know the world and the future that we're offering to kids is gonna be pretty, pretty terrible, so you shouldn't have kids, and if anything, just go ahead and adopt the kids that are here. The AOC baby, the AOC eat the babies protesters. Yes, it was a troll, but I, 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 I kid you not. What they are tapping into is the mindset that these people have. No one in their right mind is going to tell you like, hey, don't you, don't, don't take part in this sacred act of procreation. I talked about it earlier this year. Uh, you have people within the UK, and then you have a whole movement globally. Look it up. It's called the Birth Strikers Movement. It's where they're legitimately uh, refusing to have kids because, well, climate change. So how does this tie into a just society, the Green New Deal, AOC, and all this other stuff that's going on? Let me, let me pivot, let me, let me, let me, let me point you guys in the direction of what we're going to be talking about next. How to kill AI, supernatural elements, and how those uh, influence everything I just said right there. What did I just talk about? Who gives you your information? Who gives you your freedom? Who tells you what is right, what is wrong? When people literally sit up over here and listen to their box more than they listen to their heart, that's the detrimental aspects of AI. When I'm, t when I'm, when I'm starting a transmission telling you guys that you should not let people tell you who you are, especially misinformed people who don't really know how to tap into their purpose or work that magic, that, that's what I'm talking about. We have entire generations that have been grown up on the fucking internet that say rude things and don't expect to get hit in the mouth. That's dangerous. You have all kinds of people who sit up over here and swear they know what's better for you and can't wait to put you in your place because you're just a dumb, ignorant person. Now, everything I do is optional. The way that, the way that we post stuff, the way that we get information out there, everything we do is optional. You have free will. You have chosen to receive this information and to hear these types of things. That's why we plan a week in ahead. You guys can schedule these things if you want to hear it. But here's that that's the difference. You have people who don't want to engage in thoughtful discussion that know, I say this with air quotes, that know what's better for you. Well, I'm always talking about how there are certain sects of people out there that cannot wait to tell you that your God does not exist, that your God is dead, that there is nothing else here, that we're stuck here, that you're stuck here with these crazy people. These are the same type of people who are afflicted by this, this, this manipulative AI. These are the same type of mental midgets who are unfortunately unable to think for themselves. Remember, I, I, I forget the gentleman's name at the moment, but what was it? I just, I just called him domestic terrorist guy because he had worked with Antifa and he tried to shoot up that ICE facility. The minute that happened, that started telling me that, look, more people are going to start carrying out these acts because they're going to be radicalized because of the information that they're receiving. And have we not seen it? These are people that have been given over to the AI. These are people that have already been influenced by it. So how to kill AI is to learn to detach yourself from it, to get connected to the larger aspect of things. The next thing we're going to be talking about 
is, is, is the supernatural element. And then we'll get back into the AOC baby-eating protester. There is, there is, there is so much. All the stuff I literally just said right there. Where do you think that comes from? God or the devil? I just, I just want you guys to think about that as I, as I try to figure out how to switch that up. Everything I'm talking to you guys about, it's about living. It's about breathing. It's about being a part of this existence, not doing it for the likes. If people wanted to know what I thought as far as building a social media page, you know, hit me up in the DMs and we can discuss that later. The stuff I'm talking to you guys about right now, it's how to, it's how to interface with divinity, with this real world, and actually do things within yourself so you can create like a harmonious environment. The AI is not going to tell you any of that. The AI is going to tell you how to interface with it. Why do you think I'm always trying to get you guys to understand the difference between uh, 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 the green mirror, nature, and the black mirror, technology? You see, because AI requires submission. It, re it requires obedience. And that's what I was saying beforehand by this is all free will. You guys have chosen to come here. And that's what I mean by the supernatural elements, the truth and the things that I say that resonate with you guys on so many different levels. That's, that's that supernatural element. That's because we're synced up on something else. And the same way that we are synced up on other things, trying to seek after life, trying to understand divinity in such a different way, there are disgusting scumbags who don't care about their life and cannot wait to destroy yours. And that's something people need to, t to pay attention to. And it also comes back to what I was talking about beforehand, how people have been influenced by the AI and how they do not know themselves. Thus, they want to destroy other people who do. You're, we're talking about weak-willed people. We're talking about people who don't know how to, uh, uh, who don't know how to effectively disconnect. That's the simplest way to put it to you guys. Uh, you have people that have been intentionally radicalized, not only by the information but by their surroundings and so much more, and they're unable to disconnect. Uh, and whenever I when I stop posting on the weekends, when I shut down at a certain time, when I tell you guys I'm not going to be doing all kinds of extra stuff. That's saying I refuse to let the influence of technology assume or, or, or take precedence of my own inner desires. I hope that makes sense. Um, <laughs> and so I think that would be a good way for me to switch into, you know, are we helping the truth or are we feeding the fear matrix? And why it's in this segment with uh, the AOC Eat the Babies protester is to show you guys just that. That there truly are people like, like, <laughs> I went on like a five minute jag, not even, I went on like a 20 minute jag the other day about the difference between Luciferianism and Satanism. Because I watch out for both. Um, Luciferians, I feel like they're more, they, they worship Lucifer the light bringer, they're, they're seeking after knowledge. It's the Satanists that I watch out for because they're a little bit more political and active in their beliefs. Um, but I say this because it ties into the eat the babies protesters and, 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 and the helping the truth versus feeding the fear matrix. You know, people want to be lukewarm. People want to, I get it. People kind of want to walk down the, the winding line. You know, they don't want to, they don't want to brush up against people. They don't want, they don't want to rock the boat. I understand that. Uh, but that's a certain level of spiritual passivity that I don't think I was blessed with. Um, and you just... Because I'm going to come back to this AO, the AOC, the babies protesters. Like, that really was just, like, so mind-blowing for me that even as a troll, I couldn't really comprehend it. 
you got to understand, like, a few weeks ago, they, they legitimately told you guys, like, hey, cannibalism is good for climate change, abortion is good for climate change, suicide is good for climate change. Uh, uh, like, th it's a death cult. This truly is a death cult. Uh, I'm trying to help the truth as much as I can by being honest and operating in this state of authenticity. These people that are tied into this that are, again, telling you there is no God, your God is dead, you're stuck here with me, kill yourself, abortion for climate change, that's a death cult. That, I don't, you cannot convince me otherwise. And people who have given themselves over, who have abdicated their future, they can't talk to you about living. They can't talk to you about peace. They cannot talk to you about harmony, bliss, the freedom, the future. They can't talk to you about these things because they've given it up. They've already committed to the darkness. So <laughs> that'll, that'll be a good way for us to move into how to stop fear harvesting. Um, how to stop fear harvesting. The simplest way would be to stop being a bitch. But that's just way too simple. People need to be, have things be explained to them. I'm going to fire through some of the responses that we got, and then we'll go from there. Uh, and, I, and I put the best one first. Eating fear alive by hunting it down. Uh, someone else said, learning to resolve chronic fear. Uh, someone else said, educate yourself on what you fear. Uh, and all of those things made me essentially think that the best way to confront fear is to meet it with truth and to meet it head on. How do you stop fear harvesting? I hate it whenever people tell me, oh, Freedom Faction, you're fear-mongering. You know, oh, you're, 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 you're saying things that I don't agree with. You're saying things that scare me. Uh, uh, when I'm at the gym, chucking around like 300 pounds of weight, I know I'm scaring people at the gym. Your inferiority means nothing to me. And I know that sounds rude, but it's because you're projecting that fear and hoping other people buy into it. Truth dispels the fear. Think of fear as like a toxin. And if you just feed more into it, it will consume you. This was what I was talking about before at the start of the transmission. Having a purpose. I, I, I understand the fear of the unknown. I understand that that could be like very, very jarring for people, especially in these days. But that's because people want somebody else to tell them what their future is. That's impossible. No one else can, no one can tell you what your future is. How do you stop fear harvesting? You begin to, you, you work on yourself. You're not going to find the solution here. You, you have got, as I talked to you guys about a few, uh, a few transmissions ago, creating the, the acceptable space to allow the magic to happen. When these people, uh, <laughs> when the technocrats, so to speak, when they do these false flags, uh, when, they, when they carry out these types of things, when they put out this misinformation, they're all designed to extract that fear from you. They are the true fear mongers. And if you do not let these people have the fear that they are seeking, then that's when you see them try other things. But I like, the, I like this response right here, the second one. Learning to resolve chronic fear. I think chronic fear might be the best, the best way to address fear harvesting, period. Because think about the context of those words. Chronic fear and fear harvesting. Fear harvesting, meaning it's going to be a repetitive process. It's going to keep coming back. You're, you're going to keep coming into contact with, with, with fear. I have a fear of snakes. Does that mean I, 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 I go for a walk without sticks? Or does that mean that, you know, I put, on, I put on my boots, I get a walking stick, and I carry just a nice blade just in case I have to chop that thing's head off? You have got to meet things head on. But again, let's get back to the etymology of that. Fear harvesting uh, and chronic fear. 
meaning it's going to be a repetitive process. How do you uh, how do you how do you confront chronic fear? How do you how do you because everybody has a defense mechanism, how do you create your own defense mechanism to catch yourself from being fearful? I tell people all the time, the only reason I'm doing this is because I'm scared shitless. Like there's no there the I I have to scare myself into success. That's the best way that I have to I can explain things. I can go back to just posting. I can just go. I can shut the podcast down. I can stop these transmissions. I can stop all the stuff that's going on in the background. I can, I can go back to doing what's comfortable. Or I can scare myself into the success that's required of me. I can see how much fear I can handle. How much weight I can bear. But many people don't want to do that. They've given us this spirit of fear. And the good Lord above, he didn't give you a spirit of fear. He gave you a spirit of courage. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't make you a pussy. You made yourself a pussy. The stuff you did, the things you paid attention to, it castrated you. It made you weak. And if you don't learn how to tap inside of you to, to, to figure out what it is that does empower you, then you're going to let all these other things harvest your fear. Congratulations. You, you played yourself. And that's the problem. Uh, like, I'm, I'm no tough guy, bro. I'm no tough guy. I mean, I love to draw. I love to write. Um, if if uh, if I if I wasn't trying to be so cool, I would tell you guys about the game that I'm making when I find quiet time. I'm not a I'm no tough guy. You see, but I went to but but I got it, it's no it's not what I'm trying to tell you guys is 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 all of these things come from the fear of the unknown. And if you begin to uh, love the unknown, love change, become familiar with pain, let, 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 let letting things that are uncomfortable to you become normal, then you can, you, can, you, you can conquer anything. Like, it truly is a mindset thing. I think that's the crazy part. Um, you know, <laughs> the adversity that I'm underneath, guys, like, good Lord, it, I, I feel like it would make anybody crack, but that's, that's why they say pressure makes diamonds, and you cannot succumb to the fear. Uh, you cannot, you're not, you can't bend the knee. Uh, and I talked about this before, too, with Ashley Rogers of Your Naturopath Ash. A lot of people end up making these boogeymen bigger than themselves. And these false problems that aren't real become real problems because of the, the projection that people give. You, are truly, you have truly all the tools that you need to conquer anything that you desire. But if you keep creating these mental roadblocks and allow for fear to rule your life, you will never understand love. You will never seek after harmony, bliss. You will never recognize what is wholesome and decent. And that's, that's, that's real. Um, so how to stop fear or how to stop fear harvesting, you have got to confront it. You've got to learn to address chronic fear. You've got to educate yourself on what you fear. And like this person, like this person said, you've got to eat fear by hunting it down. Like I can't tell you, I can't tell you guys about how many different things uh, used to scare me. And now I'm learning that the only thing that scares myself is my unwillingness to commit to a better version of me. Like eventually I have to go to church. I can't keep getting all of these church offers and doing this whole semi-spiritual Christian thing and not fully commit. The only thing that scares me is my unwillingness to commit to a better, to a better version of myself. And that's what fear really is. I, I forget which movie it was that Will Smith did, but in that like iconic trailer, they're like, look, fear's got, it, it, it makes you do two things. You either succumb to the fear or you let it propel you into greatness. 
And that's what I mean by scaring yourself into success. So yes, if you do fear these things, revel in it, understand it, and realize that it's only a temporary position and that you will conquer it. This is how life is. Uh, so moving on to what I think is like, what, I, what I'm excited to talk about. Um, feeling like you're the only one alive. Do you guys feel like, if you guys feel like you're the only ones alive sometimes, go ahead and drop me some emojis or just like a cool little statement type of thing. Um, I think that was, it was, the way that the person had positioned the question, I think the best way to say it is like feeling like you're the only one alive. Um, you know, I'm crazy. I think everybody gets that by now. If you've tuned into this, uh, you've been following me for a while, I'm, I'm, I'm nuts, I'm fucking crazy. I got no problem telling you that though. No problem. That's why I tell you that the, that the Joker truly is like my hero. Bad Bunny Haney just put a whole bunch of aliens right there. You guys have heard me talk about how I feel like an alien with an American t-shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, feeling like you're the only one alive. Uh, the, one of the responses we got, because I asked the audience, you know, if they felt like this as well. Uh, one of the responses we got was uh, life feeling unreal, like it's a video game. And when I wake up or, or when I dream after I wake up, I feel disconnected. If you guys, uh, if you guys didn't listen to that episode I did with Ashley Rogers of Your Naturopath Ash this past Sunday on Fellowship and Freedom, I had talked about uh, my childhood out-of-body experience, and I'll just go ahead and tell you guys about that right now. Uh, the the same way, like I've been, I've been this way. Like you can, um, you can ask friends, you can ask childhood friends, you ask family. I've been this way. I've been well. I had to at least be like 15, 14, 15 or 16. It's like whenever we came back from Australia, I remember I was like in our in, in in my room researching something paranormal, I'm sure. And I remember sitting back in the chair. Like I, I get up from the computer, I sit back in the chair, and it's like at the minute that my head touches the headrest, I shot up. Like I was just 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 left my body. It's gone. I saw I, I, like, it was like an elevator. It was like something out of a movie, I swear. I just went straight up into the sky. And when I talked about it with Ash, she asked a lot of great questions, which helped, which helped me explain it better. I had the sensation of looking at my hand, like pulling up my hand like this, but I only had the sensation in my brain. My hand wasn't there. While I was conscious of, my, of, of not being in my body, of seeing Earth below me, being a part of the stars, and, and I had I was fully conscious of this. I thought I still had a body. I tried to look up, see where my hands are. They are not there. I have the sensation of pulling up my hands, but they're not there. A few seconds or a few moments pass by, just enough for me to like understand what the heck what the hell is happening. And then it's like it, it's like my it's like something happened. It's like I got flung right back into my body. And I'm coming down from space, is the best way to describe it. Sorry, Flat Earthers. I'm coming down from space. I see, I, I see, I see Earth. I see, this, I see the stars. I see the clouds. I see the mountains. I see the oceans. I see the countries. I see, like, the state. I see it all. And then I, I see my house, and then I, I come straight back into my body. And the same way that I, the same way that I had, like, hit the, hit the chair in the back, I, I, like, flung up out of my body, just, like, literally freaking out because... I'm, I'm trying to reconcile what happened. 
Now, why am I talking about that as far as uh, feeling like you're the only one that's alive? And I'm sure I got people in the comments that are just like, bro, like, it sounds like a gnarly trip, dude. It sounds like some DMT. Do smoke the DMT, do the mushrooms. I, I, mm -mm. I was still, I was still playing football and rugby. I was still doing the jock thing, so I wasn't, I wasn't venturing into psychedelica. I was still studying the spirituality and the paranormal and stuff like that, but I had not gone down that path yet. So my body was still pure and clean, experiencing this. But how does that tie into feeling like you're the only, only one alive? You see how much life I have. You see how much just like how much just like joy towards existing I have. I don't think a lot of people have that, but I really want to speak on that because um, that there's a lot of things there. I've talked about soulless people before. I've talked about um, you know I've talked about pe I've talked about walk-ins. I've talked about people being possessed. Uh, I've talked about a lot of different things. We've had guests on the show that have called in talking about memories of a place they've never been, talking to people who, who don't exist, having a childhood in a, in a place that's no longer uh, existent. Well, what does that mean, feeling like you're the only one that's alive? You know, I think everybody gets to that point. They all kind of feel a little bit alienated. They feel a little bit lost because it doesn't make like it does this doesn't make sense the world we live in today it doesn't make sense feeling like you're the only one that's alive and sometimes when you go to sleep like like you're connecting with the real world and then when you come back here to this body it's not you know the australians the the australian the aboriginal australians they believe that in their in their history and their mythology and their culture they believe that the, they call it the dream world the dream time um and there are cultures that believe that the that, that when we go to sleep, we're actually connecting with the real reality. Um, and I, I, I'm along that, that same line as well. You know, that's why I tell you guys all the time that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, physical things. We're literally going up against like a spiritual understanding and a multidimensional existence. Um, but stick the point. Feeling like you're the only one alive. You know. That is something that I've always struggled with. And I think I can get that, dude. Um, Seven Liberal Arts just said, your, your lower self, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys about a book that I wanted to write. Um, there's a book that I wanted to write and I don't wanna say it because I know I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it and it's gonna be made into something else. But it's like the Avatar meets the Matrix. It's like where an alien wakes up inside of a human body only to realize that they're alien. That's a book that I wanted to write. You know, and then the alien wakes up, or the human wakes up as an alien and then tries to destroy the simulation to remind people that they're not human, they're actually alien. And the reason I say this is because we truly are spiritual beings having like a human experience. Feeling like you're the only one alive is because somehow, I thoroughly believe this, People can go about their whole life and never question about it. all of this matrix. Don't ask about God. Don't ask about nature. Don't ask about, you know, other realms. They don't, they don't perceive these types of things. There are people that go through their whole life unaware of how they're able to influence things. They're part here. And I get that. We're, we're, we're very complex creatures. Uh, and they don't want to think about that. They would rather us have, be, have us be in, uh, uh, simple individuals. 
but we're not like that. You know, when this person commented that they feel like life is unreal and like it's a video game, you know, part of that is part of that comes from the dis the, the the desensitization that we have uh, because of how much video games people play. You know, the social media, how desensitized people are from that, the content. Uh, I have to remind people that I'm an actual person instead of just this character that they would prefer for me to be. Uh, part of that comes from just that, but part of it is also because of the time frame that we're in, because of the awareness and the level of uh, intellect that we have. When I'm talking to you about multidimensional existences, you have Elon Musk talking about the simulation theory, uh, Rizwan, uh, fuck, what is his name? Rizwan, I forget what his name is. But he was the author of the of the simulation hypothesis. You know, we're talking about living in a matrix. It's because of our awareness of, of, of where we're at that we begin to question things in a completely different sense. I mean, if 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 they if they're starting to throw all these clones and all these organic robot toys and these robots and stuff out here, would those things be considered alive? You come from you don't come from here. I think that's what I'm really trying to get people to understand. Uh, while we might be beasts here. What resides inside of us is not. What powers this is not of it's it's not beastly, it's not bestial, it's not corporeal. You see. And so because we have an awareness of this, I could see how life would seem like a video game. Like hell, I'll I'll say this and I'll move on to stuff. Whenever I feel like whenever I'm taking my vitamins, when I'm taking the supplements, I'm taking care of the garden, taking care of the chirpies, doing all this work, I feel like it's a it's like like it's like it's a point based system. You don't want to get like the, the gamer score over there on Xbox or get you some trophies over there on PlayStation 4. No. The real the real game is here. This is the real testing ground. You get what I'm saying? I didn't level like I, <laughs> as much as I love Kingdom Hearts, I didn't love or I didn't understand God, divinity, spirituality deeper by playing video games. It was only after I interfaced with this realm, with this matrix, that I was able to get things in a completely different sense. I could see how people would think that they feel like they're the only one alive when you have people who, who, who willingly choose to, to disassociate from reality. A lot of people that detach, they, they, they get connected to that AI that we were mentioning beforehand. And so when you have people that feel like they're the only ones alive, it's because they're tapping into this. They're, they're, they're getting the skills and the abilities from leveling up here, you see? And that's that's why it's crazy because you see so many people just just degenerating, just engaging in decadence, dying in front of you, and you're just like, wow, why are you doing this? Because this is all a choice. Why in God's name are you choosing to depreciate in front of us? Oh, but they can tell you about the latest video game, the latest the latest TV series that's coming out, you know, Marvel, DC, something, 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 video games. That's 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 why people don't feel alive is because they're walking around with fucking automatons, bro. Drones. People that just sit there and just get fed a bunch of nonsense and they feel like that's who they are. That's that's the problem. So I could I could feel why people feel like that, dude. You know, and I God, like this is I think that's why that that's why this question fired me up is because that's something that I've always struggled with. I feel like I'm supposed to I'm supposed to stifle my progress because all these people around me want to be a bunch of degenerates. Uh-uh, that's not going to happen, bro. I'm not. I'm not supposed to talk about God. I'm not supposed to talk about spirituality. I'm not supposed to say, "Hey, I really do like this whole living thing." I can't wait to see, you know, what it's going to look like in the future. I can't wait to try to build something up for myself. I'm not allowed to talk about that thing because it scares people and they and they want to be a bitch. No, 
That's the problem. If we keep if we keep capitulating with weakness, with 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 evil, then it, then it wins, dude. So, I mean, I'm gonna come back on that because that's a real good question. There's a statement more or less of anything, and I think that's why I can't answer it. Is because it's just it's so true. It is so true. Like <laughs> I've had. I, it sounds crazy, dude, but I've had dreams about my daughters that aren't even here yet. I haven't had any I haven't had any dreams about my sons. I keep talking about my kid my kids that are going to be here. I I think the good Lord above's going to give me girls, bro, because I've had way too many dreams about that. And why am I saying that? On the heels of this, because that's what's alive. That's what I'm working for. I'm not working to finish the game. I'm working to get some some other players here, bro. And that's what it's about. People sit up over here, they 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 perpetuate nonsense. They engage in decadence and ignorance. They practice laziness. And that's in, in denial of reality. So I can see why somebody feels like they're the only one alive, dude. You got a whole bunch of people around you that don't care about nothing, that, that, that are ap apathetic, nihilistic, suicidal. And, and I can see how, hey, paying attention to this, you would feel like you're the only one alive. Because you see all these people just going through their life like, like, like drones, just dead inside. And that would scare that. That has always scared the hell out of me. It truly has. And I've talked about it on the show with people. I've talked about it with you guys uh, because it is, it is, it is it's, a, it's a very real thing. It's a very real thing. I'll say this and I need to move on. You have, you have, you have a spirit. You have been given a spirit of courage, not a spirit of fear. And every single day that you make certain choices, you either stifle that spirit, smother it with nonsense, or you sprinkle, you sprinkle a little bit of water on it, you know, like that meme guy. You sprinkle a little bit of goodness on, on your soul, and you know what it does? It nourishes you, and it nourishes other people. I was saying this, um, I was talking to somebody before I went to the gym, and, you know, I said, uh, you know, the only thing that's happening to me now, because it seems like I'm just kicking a lot of butt, the only thing that's happening now is I'm receiving all that I put out there beforehand. And a lot of people aren't putting anything out. They say that, that's, that's, that's why they say if you put it out there, you'll get it back threefold. You reap what you sow. I'm literally only reaping what I've sown. And I don't, I've never wanted a lot of the things that I've been given. And that's why I consider it a blessing. You see, I'm only reaping what I sow. But people don't, they don't, they don't sow any seeds of righteousness. They don't sow any seeds of harmony, of bliss, of happiness, of joy. They sow seeds of dissent, of chaos, of ignorance of apathy. And that's the problem because people people tune into this 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 suicide spirit, this frequency of death, this death cult that's out there that's just consuming people. Um and it and it worries me, man. I'll say this I'm, I'm going to say this and move on. You know, to to use another nerdy analogy or another nerdy example, it's like the the uh the never-ending story, man, like with with the nothing so many people are loyal to the nothing that they can't even comprehend the possibilities of, of belief, of joy, of happiness, of imagination, they can't, of faith. They can't believe these things. They're so tuned into the nothing that they crave that death. They crave that end. And you need to stay away from those people. That's all I'm going to say. You need to stay away from those people. So let's move on. What gives you hope? We're going to be, because we're switching segments now. Uh, what gives you hope? I don't know. I don't know if um, everything I just said right there explains to you guys what gives me hope. 
But I'm going to fire through some of these, these responses right here. Uh, what gives you hope? Some people said the human spirit. Some people said the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Another, purpose, another person said, purpose in my life gives us hope, as well as my faith in Allah. Children and my faith in Christ. Someone else said, hope is for fools. Preparation is key. <laughs> uh, and another person said, nature. I thought those were a good, a good, uh, I thought that was a good estimation of the responses that we got from the human spirit, nature, uh, to real world practical, practical applications of things, preparation, uh, to even people saying that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as well as uh, people saying that their faith in Allah. I don't discriminate when it comes to spirituality or religion. I think that we all need to be embracing certain things like that. But what gives you hope? Think about that. Do you give yourself hope? Do you even know how to access hope? Do you see some Johnny Come Lately or some Susie Sutton that gives you hope? What gives you hope? What gives you hope? Because they say where there's a will, there's a way. And while I'm just the while I'm just the version y'all have today, while I tell you it's an honor to be here amongst you good people today to talk about these things that are that that, that are going on. I'm just a modern version because truth and freedom, liberty, and just all these things that I, that I try to exemplify, the renaissance, human creativity, and all these things, these are resonant frequencies inside, inside of all of us. I'm just a modern version of it. I'm just taking the time to create something to tell you guys about the hope that we all should have. And whenever I get done, something else is going to come after me because that's how this great, infinite, eternal thing works. What gives me hope is knowing that there is a tomorrow. What gives me hope is knowing that there, knowing that the good Lord above is taking care of things like this, that he's, t that he's putting people out there specifically to get caught up on nonsense, just for you to, sh just for you to know you need to stay away from that. What, what gives me hope is understanding that dude, I'm just this version. And if I do what I have to do, I will, I, <laughs> I will, I will take part in this great experience of being able to perpetuate what is going on. What gives me hope is knowing that I am still alive, that I am drawing breath, that I am able to affect change in my own personal life and in others' lives. That's the main thing. Uh, you know, one of the conversations I had earlier today <laughs> with people, you know, is how I get discouraged sometimes. I, I, as, as, as fired up as I am all the time, I do get discouraged. I feel like I should be making more money. I feel like I should be traveling more. I feel like I should be influential. I feel like I should be uh, leading seminars and doing all kinds of other stuff, speaking at, speaking. I feel like I should be doing more. But that's, 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 that's part of that hope. I get, I get frustrated because, because I want to keep offering more. But I have to do the personal work in order to, to, to create the infrastructure to do that more. As I'm talking to you guys all the time about creating a space to allow the magic to happen. I get discouraged because I want so much magic, so much joy, so much happiness, so, so much bliss for the world. But that's, 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 that's all well and fine. What's going to happen in, in practicality for you to do that? What are you going to do to begin to offer hope? You see, and so these are the things that individuals have to work on for the collective. But as I said before at the start of this transmission, when we were talking about the AOCs eating the baby protesters, you have a lot of people that have been tied into nihilism. You have a lot of people that are giving up. 
you got a lot of people who, who cannot wait to tell you, like the same way that I'm getting fired up about life, trying to talk to you guys about all these beautiful things, is the same way that you have people out there that cannot wait to tear you down. That's what you need to understand. That's why we need to have duality and that's why we need to have these discussions so people can see like how dark and crazy it is out there and why you have got to seek after the light. People think that it's going to be a massive change overnight. Dude, no, no way. We're here, we're, <laughs> we're here for the long haul. We truly are here for the long haul. So get comfortable. That's why I'm telling you, I have to scare myself into success. That's why I go to the gym every other day. Not every other day, every day. That's why I go to the gym to, to, to get that strength on, to, to, to build not only the spiritual muscles, but the physical muscles and the mental fortitude that's required to be in the marathon. You see, but that's what gives me hope is being able to be a part of the fight and continuing on. People, like people, like, I'll say this and I'll move on. People always, <laughs> one of the things that I had like come up against when I first started this and when I still do this even to this day, people are like, yo, you're an agent, you're a shell, you work for the government. It's just like, wow, that's, that's, that's really pessimistic of you. That's actually very fatalistic of you to think that not one person can go out of their way to dedicate themselves to build something that is influential. That is very sad that you would think the cocksucking government would try to have a hand in that and that any other intelligence agencies could create me. That is a very fatalistic and pessimistic approach of truth. And I feel sorry for you to think that way. I had somebody contact me just last week. And I think I, to I, think I told you guys about this too. Somebody contacted me, said he was going through on all kinds of big pages, sending sending us stuff like, look at all, look look at look at this guy's research, look at these memes. Your God, your God doesn't exist. Your God was created. Your God is a, a creation. And I, you know, before before I before I got angry, or better yet, after I got angry, calm down. I just told the individual, I feel sorry for you that you have to get your jollies by going out of your way to try to tell people how much their life sucks or try to tell people how much they, 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 I really feel sorry for you to do these types of things. And that's not a hopeful, that's not a really hopeful position that a lot of people take. And I, and I say that because I think a lot of people, it's true, misery loves company. A lot of people get into this mindset where they think that truth is supposed to be this thing that is supposed to destroy others and yes truth is divisive but at the same time it's supposed to be beneficial which leads me to my next one or my next my next topic with you guys who are allies to the people sometimes we are our we are our own worst enemies we truly are if I were to listen to every single uh, comment that was there that, that we post about that 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 I listen to or the people say if we were to listen to the very same people that we're trying to help, they wouldn't tell us to do any of these types of things. The best ally you can be sometimes is to yourself. But if you don't understand how, why you need to be an ally to yourself and that at the same time you are your own worst enemy, well then you need to reconcile some things. So for this gentleman to go out of their way to try to start my day off telling me your God's dead, there is no God, and all these other things, you have to realize that that person truly is his own worst enemy. And no amount of whatever I do, whatever kind of conversations I have with this individual will fix that. He has to fix it himself. That's how all this works. Whenever people actually want to understand things, believe it or not, it's going to come into your life. 
because you're going to have the perception to recognize the opportunity, to recognize that blessing, and then you're also going to have the willpower to accept it. Remember what we were talking about with fear? That's how this works. I, I think, uh, you know, looking at it in that kind of context, you know, again, I could see how the fear of how, how fear of the unknown would be the scariest thing in the world, thinking that this is all there is. But if you live in fear, you will never you will never try to propel yourself into a place that's beneficial for it for yourself or for others. You see, you will try to drag others down. I tell people privately, <laughs> I, I'm going to sound like a jerk with this next with this next thing I say. But you know, when people say they're proud of, or when people say they like what we do, or they're they're happy that we do what we do, I kind of tongue in cheek like a jerk tell people I don't want to be the smartest kid on the short bus. And the reason I say that is because they're trying to dumb us down. They're trying to kill us. They're trying to turn us into automatons, drones, uh, uh, godless pieces of filth. They're, try they're, they're really trying to, to get us. So everything I'm doing is to try to push up everybody, you know, to try to get us all basically on the same level. You know, I know that's going to be basically impossible. But that's why I tell you guys, my, my, my competition isn't with so-and-so page or so-and-so whoever, or who the, who the heck ever is doing whatever the heck they're doing. My competition's not with them. My competition is with myself. And basically, whoever, just that, I guess, like, competition's with myself. How, how much better can I be? If, if I become better, who can I lift up along the way with me? And that's why I try to take as many people as I can. But I will not take ignorance, and I will not take people who are not willing to do the work themselves. Because that's what it's about. You 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 you've got to you have you have got to want better. You have got to seek after better. You've got to want it so bad that when you come into contact with vile, wicked stuff, it it turns you off. I was talking um, one of the gentlemen I was talking with, the the, the guy that invited me to church, is like this seventy year old dude, <laughs> you know, and he's like, oh, I got saved like twenty years ago, and. Um, you know, he was like, oh, he, he was he was telling me how he was he went to the store for something silly, ran into some of his old buddies. Oh, little thing, little thing popped down. I'll hurry put the story ran into the store, ran into some buddies, you know, and they were all homies from back in the day. You know, they all used to go gambling to the rodeo and drinking and partying, but he had been saved. And so he wasn't about that life anymore. And whenever he was hanging out with his buddy, you know, it was mother this f that. Uh, just cursing out a storm. So, old man goes home, hangs out with his wife for a bit. He's like, you know, I legitimately feel drained. I feel drained having to deal with these type of people. And that's how it is. You have got to be the biggest ally to yourself because there are people out there that don't know the detrimental things that they're doing. So I got about a minute and 10 seconds left here on the clock with you guys. I'm going to go ahead and finish it off by saying... Become a Patreon exclusive member. Patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction. Support this operation. You want to see more transmissions like this because I'm telling you, in the future, I'm only going to do this for exclusive members. Become a Patreon exclusive member. That episode that we did with uh, Ashley Rogers of Your Natural Path Ash should be coming out sometime this week. Other than that, uh, become a Patreon exclusive member. You guys are going to get your fantastic episode this week. I'll see you Sunday, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And like I said, I'll catch you guys next week. I know. There's never enough time for these types of things. Uh, but I'll put this, I'll put, I'll, I'll do what I can because I'm running out of time. That's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. 
Expose lies and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction. Out. God bless America.